Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow the follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What's new? VSIN.com. Matt Human's five best bets for week 16 college bowls, betting systems, and picks for every game. The VSIN College Football Betting Podcast with Tim Murray and Matt Humans. And the free daily email leads with Mike Palm calling this the greatest Circus Survivor weekend ever. And I agree. Get up there now, vcin.com, and become a vcin pro subscriber. And I can't wait to see the picks and what people are going to use Saturday. I mean, you are right where you're going to see, in light of what happened with uh, Tannehill now in Tennessee, the mix you're going to see and how many teams are going to be used. 14 people, again, had picks remaining going into this week. How many at this right now? How many do you think are going to use Tennessee? You asked me yesterday. I'll ask you right now. Four and a half. Put the number four and a half. You want to go way over? Huh? Hot shot. What do you think? <laughs> Seven. Cut it in half. Yeah. Uh, five. Five people will use Tennessee. I would really consider them. There'll be some Cleveland. There'll be some. I know only only two people have them. There'll be some Minnesota. There we might be, get a couple of Lions. And I think there will be some Pittsburgh because it's the late game. And I definitely think he should. I don't know if he will, oh. but I think the, the enemy within who has two entries will use Pittsburgh as well to see where he's at from an equity standpoint. What about if I flip it? What if somebody goes Raiders? I can't see that. Why? Because they're a small dog? It's yeah. okay to take a dog in this contest. Don't you be, can do that. Yeah. No? I did talk to one bookmaker yesterday in Las Vegas. He said... Uh, they took a pretty sharp bet, guy that they really respect on the Raiders plus one twenty on the money line. So they adjusted after that, mm-hmm. and then again Sunday it's his own week, and what people do. Yeah, they got they got bailed out with this McSorley news, but then again, uh, not a lot of not everyone has Tampa, including the only entry with two, two left. Mm-hmm. He's a, he does not have Miami, doesn't have Tampa as well. So how many people go Chargers? How many people go Broncos? Uh, that'll be interesting too when you wake up Sunday. Okay, then how about beyond? Let's say. Let's say people are going to use the Chargers on Monday night. We're off, by the way. We don't. We're not doing the show on Monday. People, you have some fill-ins. Um, I, I honestly don't know who it is. I should have looked. That's my fault. But we're gonna ha- we're gonna be live on the air. It's just not gonna be us. It's okay. It's Tim and Sean. Okay, very cool. Um, when we come back on Tuesday, how many people are going to be left in Survivor? Three. Oh wow! You're going that low. I'm asking you. <laughs> Miami should win. You want to get aggressive? You want to say eight? I'm going to say six. Okay. Six. I what if there's like what if there's twelve left? Oh, you, you know some people are just going to be pissed yeah. off with those. What my ticket is? 
I'm not going to win, you know, three points. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so you like this game. You bet it right away in the week. The Love Bengals it. are now down to three. Moved against me a little Against bit. the Patriots. Yeah, they've been great in the second half. They're the number one second-half team in all of football. The one concern would be a sandwich game because you have the huge matchup with Buffalo coming to town on Monday night, but you're off the great comeback against Tampa. But again, I just don't see it. This has been the whole year. It's been broken, right? And why would Patricia become the offensive coordinator and everyone who covered the team, how bad they looked in the preseason, how bad they looked at practice, and is he really going to do this? Yes, he did. And Belichick sabotaged the season, and you see the temper tantrum, and then how they lost and gave the game away with the Stevenson-Myers-Las Vegas lateral. Uh, the Bengals are just a much better team to me. And outside of Stevenson running wild on them, which I can't see, Burrow will get his. Bengals will win by double digits. They are hot. They're 11-1 and ATS run. They've scared, scared the hell out of me uh, in a playoff come playoff time. And I think the Patriots know that the season's over. And uh, that was just a terrible loss against the Raiders. And it just they can't stand the coaching staff. I know we got a couple tweets on this about the the, the key five guys. With five guys, just uh, it, it's I guess it's Henry, it's Myers, it's Mac, it's a couple other guys that just they can't yep. stand the coaching staff. And it just it's unfortunate because they they're, they're so right in the mix. I mean, they win that game, they're right there for the playoffs. Yeah, but I, it, it's just to me, it's a much better team at Cincinnati. Yeah, so I would disagree with. I don't think the ending of the Raiders game has anything to do with what's going to happen in this game. Um, however, I agree with what you did say right there. I just think the Bengals are um, they're way better. In fact, typically, um, I would put so little stock into what happened uh, in the Raiders game that I would actually look at the Patriots. But I just I I can't. The offense is totally broken right now. Really? And, uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe you're no. right, but I just think it's so yeah. damn demoralizing. No, I would maybe college. Like I think pros. I don't know. No. We've seen it so many times over the last couple of years. Where, but the the numbers now on offense for the Bengals, and I again, this is why I thought they'd be a pick 'em against the Bills next Monday night. They open up a two and a half point dog. Like the advanced metrics, they're top three, four, five, seven in like almost every offensive category. I, I don't. What's not to like? I know they've had a yep. couple of injuries. Who hasn't? Um, and I, th- they're laying three at New England. Now, the Patriots' defensive numbers are really good as well, but what did that mean last week? Um, yeah, but... I, I know in the second half that they, they shut down the Raiders a little bit on those drives, but the, the Raiders are not nearly as good as the Bengals either. The Patriots haven't beat a team with a winning record, and I think with a, a good above-average quarterback can move it on them. And they haven't faced great quarterbacks either. So, I think that's all fair. That's yep. Hubbard's out, and uh, so Hendrickson questionable. That was my last check on Hendrickson. Yep, yep, questionable. So um, I, I just think I think the Bengals should uh, have an easy time of it. Some numbers on this uh, Lions game playing on the road against the Panthers. Detroit's laying two and a half in this spot. If you go back to look since Week Nine with the Lions, their EPA per play, they're fourth in the league. G- Paulie, their passing EPA per play since week nine is number one in the entire league. Goff, St. Brown, mm-hmm. the other weapons they have, they have been tremendous throwing the football. Points per game in that time, they're fourth overall. How about this drive success percentage? They're first in the league. Now, who doesn't want to see this? Everyone's rooting for the Lions to get in there, right? And they could make some noise, too. Six games in a row, Goff hasn't thrown an interception. Good for him. They are sixth in turnover margin. That's been a big change. Not killing themselves and beating themselves. 7-0 and ATS run, 6-1 and straight up. Carolina's awful on third down. Defense is much improved. Big special teams touchdown last week. Got to love how the offense is playing. I will trust Lombardi yeah. on this one. Because if they win this game, they'll beat the Bears at home. And then that might be 9-8 and eight might get them in. Maybe they don't even need the Green Bay game. Maybe not. And that, might, not. And that also could be you might get Jordan Love. Week 18. Maybe. So there's a lot to like right now yeah. with Detroit, and you got to love how Goff is playing, and uh, I think they'll do enough on offense and get the W. I did, I did want to point out that the Carolina defense since Week 10, also very, very good. Uh, the Carolina defense, strong. Yeah. Again, top five, top ten in a lot of key categories. Here's Dan Campbell, Lions head coach, asked if there's a potential letdown now that they're the darlings of the league. If it was going to happen, it would have happened last week because I felt like all of a sudden there was – 
this big, you know, all this attention and, and everybody wants a piece of the players and coaches. And, and so if, if it was going to happen, it was then, I think, uh, because that was a big swing, you know, we were, uh, we were in the sewer before that. And then all of a sudden we're, you know, life's great. So, um, and so I feel like, all right, we're, we're, we're through it now. To me, it's, man, the emphasis on there again, you can never lose sight. You got to respect the opponent and what they're capable of. They got a chance to win this division. Um, they're very much in the hunt. So we understand that. We identify that. We know it's a physical unit. But the other thing is, man, you don't know. This, this is, uh, we got an opportunity. And you just don't know when these opportunities are always going to be there. And so we can't let this slip through our fingers. Yep, very good. Because one at six, you never thought you'd be in this spot after nope. that start. Uh, I'm a little concerned that Pittsburgh moved it on Carolina. Uh, the other thing go- during this stretch, Goff 11 to one touchdown INT ratio during the seven and 0 ATS run, and over 200 passes now without interception. So Dan Campbell, the man that you just heard from, he's second on the odds board to win Coach of the Year. You do not want to miss what we're going to talk about in a, approximately an hour from right now, because executives across the league gave their opinion on awards. And there is a, a guy in the coach of the year race, not named Dan Campbell. There's somebody down on the odds board who executives love this year to potentially win that award. It was very close. Obviously, Extremely Sir, close. Sirianni got it, but you won't believe who was second place. Yep. That leads us yep. to San Francisco against Washington. And when you look at, again, the overall numbers with Brock Purdy, the EPA stuff, right? Since he has been the quarterback last three weeks, Total EPA per play, their seventh. Passing EPA per, per uh, play, their eighth. Explosive rush percentage, their third overall. Very good numbers. However, when you look at the Washington numbers on defense year long, they are top three to top 10 in many key categories. My concern, now this number's down to six and a half. So I think people are, are suggesting that, you know, Purdy can't keep this up. Commander's defense, very, very good. What the hell is Heineke going to do against this force on defense? It's the best defense we've seen in the league in multiple years. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think the I commanders know. are going to do anything here in this game. Yeah, I think it could be like maybe a turnover I that the agree. defense helps them out. They like, hey, look at this now, first and goal to nine after a fumble or an INT, whatever, and they get a score. Other than that, I don't think they move the ball. Uh, it's a terrible matchup for Heineke and company. We were mentioning the props earlier. How about Kittle, forty to one, most receiving yards? How how good was he in Thursday night? And it appears they have a rapport, and they they should feed him now. That's when you see and the that creativity because, as well. That's what bothers me a lot. And I love Shanahan as a coach, and I get it. They have a, a, a thousand weapons. There isn't a tight end in the league I would take over Kittle. Even Kelsey, even Gronk. When Kittle gets the ball numerous times in a game, get get out of his way. Right. He is a freight train, mm. and he looks for contact, and he wants to maul you and run you over. But they don't go to him enough. Yeah. They use him as a blocker so much. Another great story here. If they can run the table. Yeah. Probably get the two seed then. And then if this kid can keep playing and winning games and how they dangerous they could be. I remember number one pick here in our blackjack draft, 49ers. Yep. Up next, the Christmas Day slate in the National Football League. I think some will be very surprised to hear where this team ranks over the past five to six weeks of the season on offense. We'll give you the details here and follow the money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman, some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you 
can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic. I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet VEASAN's horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Please support the sponsors. Sign up now. The Christmas Day Slate. In the NFL, the early game, Green Bay at Miami. And this number got uh, way up there earlier in the week. Miami is now down to three and a half at a lot of books, if you can believe that. Mm. So if you look at, here's a team I was talking about before the break. I think this would surprise a lot of people. Green Bay's offensive numbers, I went back to week 10. And they're actually better since week 12, but we'll go back to week 10. Total EPA per play, Green Bay, third in the league. Passing EPA per play, they're sixth. Rushing EPA per play, they're third. Pressure percentage allowed, number one overall. Points per game, ninth. Play success percentage and drive success percentage are each top 12. And when you look at the Dolphins' defensive numbers, I went back since uh, week eight, so plenty of games there. Oh, Paulie, it is not pretty. Their defensive numbers with the EPA, it's like 25th or below in a lot of key categories. Yeah, yeah. It's bad, uh, but I know you got to like how they played against Buffalo uh, from an offensive standpoint and in the elements. And then you got Green Bay going from 15 degrees to 60 degrees. I think it's priced in with a must win for Green Bay uh, with the move on the line. But uh, I, I don't trust Green Bay's offense here. And I think this is a game where Hill should should go off. And Miami knows this will pretty much do it. They win there in the playoffs. But the other sick numbers, 27th on third down, 27th passing defense, 26th scoring uh, so the hideous numbers with Miami on defense. But this is a game where Tua should get well. I mean, it's also was a tough schedule, too. So I can't just say, I mean, they were 8-3, and three, but you had to go to San Francisco, you had to go to Los Angeles, and you had to go to Buffalo. I mean, that's tough. But now you're back at home. You got to get this one. Got to win this game. You're better than Green Bay, and you know what's at stake and on the line here if you win. Yeah, I I, I disagree. I think the Packers offense will be okay, one way you or do. the other. Okay. I don't have a lot of faith in Rodgers in the passing offense. I mean, just look at his numbers and look at uh, how he, you know, w- when they're playing on national TV, whatever, and any given Sunday, like, okay, this, what is wrong here? But I think the running game, like, they can do something here. It can be the running game. It can be a combo of both. Here's the thing with Miami, right? Because the secondary for Green Bay, they still have good talent on that side, and they can get pressure on Tua. It's okay to run the football. We saw saw Mostert recently run for 130 yards. Like, you, yeah. you can, you can establish the run. I know people hate to hear that, but the Packer, Packers defense against the run has been abysmal the entire year. So if it's not there with Tua and Waddle early on, you know, you can tinker, hand the ball off, run the ball. That can work. Early game, big rest advantage to Miami. They, they, I, yeah, they, that's true. They should, they should win this by a touchdown. They really should. I mean, who's Green Bay? No, they're, they're they're in this spot. They're they are they're a six and eight team. They're just not they're not good. Mm-hmm. 
What do you want to do with this uh, Seahawks and uh, Chiefs game? I took 10. It's t- it, 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 and the weather like this, too many points. Here's another one. Seattle season on the line, right? And they have the uh, the extra rest. I'm, I'm concerned about the Kansas City defense, uh, and, and they've turned the ball over. Nine games in a row they've had a turnover. Mm-hmm. Ten penalties last week. Defense didn't play well against Houston. Now, you're not going to have Lockett, but Geno's had a good year. And we'll, you'll see what happens with Walker and if they could get anything going on the ground. But what can Mahomes do when it's this cold? I don't know. Maybe just like last week, he's Superman. He just carries him to the one seat. But that's just a lot of points where it's going to be so damn cold. And Seattle is uh, pl- fighting for their playoff lives here. Right. I mean, you want to Sorry, they're also on a 0-6-1 ATS run, Kansas City. Oh, let, they're not covering anything. Let's go back even further than that. When they were lane four in week two against the Chargers, couldn't cover that. They were lane seven at home against the Raiders. Should have lost the game. Couldn't cover that game. They didn't cover at home as a dog against the Bills. They did blow out the Niners, which was an unbelievable performance. But they were lane 14 against Tennessee on November 6th. They couldn't cover that. Lucky to win. They did cover by the hook against Jacksonville. But since then, couldn't cover again against the Chargers, lane five and a half. Couldn't cover against the Rams, lane 16 and a half or higher. Yeah. Lost at the Bengals as a two and a half point favorite. Couldn't cover nine against the Broncos and couldn't cover 14 against the Texans last week when they were, I mean, tooth and nail the entire time with Houston. Very fortunate to win that game. So now they're laying 10 points against a team that, now, again, Seattle's kind of fallen off here. And oh, by, yeah. I, by, by kind of, I'm being very generous, right? Um, but everything that you said makes sense. And by the way, I don't even see Kenny Walker on the, um, on the injury report. So that would be good news for this team, obviously. And... They're a little bit like Miami. They can run the ball. I'm sorry. They're a little bit like Miami. When they got, what, what, what things have changed since the bye week. It didn't go well in Germany, but they still had a chance to win that game. Coming out of the bye, gave up 40 points to the Raiders. Geno had to rally with under two minutes to beat the Rams, and then you lost to Carolina and San Francisco at home. So they're on an 0-5 ATS run, and they've lost 4-5. But then, you know, the only win, who was that, Wolford they beat? They come come from behind win against Wolford. Yep. So not a lot to write like right now, but I I just think maybe the weather can keep them in this game. To expand on Kenneth Walker, Pete Carroll yesterday, quote, he's okay, but we have to wait and see. He had a little something, little spasms today, but he looked good yesterday, so he should be good to go. All right. I was very concerned with the defense in the Houston game. Stupid penalties, dumb mistakes. It couldn't slow down Mills at uh, times, yep. right? So and you should do a better job now at home and one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. But they got to clean that up moving forward because you're going to be seeing Burrow and Allen and Tua or maybe Herbert again. So got to do a better job, Kansas City. Yep. Uh, I know Tyler Lockett um, on Pro Football Focus is saying that he's out at the hand. Yes. Okay. So let's see here. Other games that we have coming up this weekend. The Buccaneers are at the Cardinals. This number shot up all the way to 7.5. Um you know, their record since week nine, they're three and three overall, and it's been a miracle for them to win three games. Overall numbers on offense since week nine, they're 25th in total EPA per play. They're 27th in explosive pass percentage, 27th in rushing EPA, 32nd in ex- explosive rush percentage. All of these numbers, again, 27th in points per game. Somehow, someway, the defense, is, they, they've kept them in the game long enough to linger and then potentially score late to win those games. They they should be one and five in their last six. They're three and three. Yes, no, they're doing nothing on offense whatsoever. Yes, and it's the get well game against McSorley. I mean, they should be able to shut him down. Not to mention Arizona's horrible. Arizona's one and seven at home, and how bad they bet at home going back the last few years. So I think they're just going to clean house with that organization. Kingsbury out, GM out, and you'll see a house cleaning in the off season uh, with Arizona. So I mean, if they right if if they can't win this game and by margin. Then it's like that's it, okay? You can win your damn division, but uh, yep. Dallas will take you out. The other, uh, the other one, the middle game, uh, Denver's one and six on the road. But I, I'm with you with the anti Rams play, and now from pick them up to three, up to three. As now. Wilson's going to play, right? They've covered three in a row, and I think they uh, they could finish the season with, with a nice little winning streak here. Yeah, I, I don't think Mayfield and the Rams offense will do anything against no. this Broncos defense. No, you're not going to run. That's not going to sure. happen. No. I'm contemplating the Broncos two and a half in the, in the contest. I don't have a problem with it. Oh, you don't? Okay. No. Tough week. I, I've it is. Over, I've overthought it 18 hours a day the entire week. So, um, 
by the way, when Kingsbury does get fired this year or next or whenever, he's never going to get another NFL job. As head, a head coach, head coach, no, he'll, no. Be, he'll be a coordinator in a second. But that, right. yeah, he could be an OC at the NFL, or he could probably yeah. go back to the college level, or if he wanted to. Then the Monday night game, we have the Chargers on the road against the Colts. Another game that I'm looking at for a contest play, but it would be the Colts. Really, plus the four and a half. I have oh. no, no opinion on this one. It's a tough game. I don't Col- know what to expect out of the Colts after that debacle, and you, you you blow you blow the game against Minnesota, and now you make a quarterback change. So who yeah. knows what I'm going to get out of Foles? I actually I like that. I like going to Foles right now over Matt. Ryan. Matt Ryan was giving you nothing, and it helps out our Davis Mills tickets, right? To lead the no, league either. in ints. Well, the Charger defense is doing a better job. They're, now. they're yeah, getting they're, healthy they're and right. Let's hear from head coach, interim coach Jeff Saturday on why the quarterback change. Yeah, it just didn't feel like we made enough plays offensively. You know, we, um, I mean, you know, it's no secret. We, we haven't converted in the red zone. We, you know, and, and ultimately you got to make plays in the NFL and we're not making nearly enough explosive plays and, um, you know, not making plays in the red zone. And again, I've said this before, this is not all on Matt, right? I mean, this is, uh, this is us entirely on an offensive perspective and, um, but that, you know, ultimately that leads into it, you know. And so I feel like Nick will give us a, a better chance to go win these last three games, and that's why we're headed that way. Saturday, was he does want to win. Doesn't mean they're going to, but he's not going to tap out on the season. He wants that job. He's not going to wave the he's white not, flag. Well, he's not getting it. I can't imagine no that. Way. Well, Ursay is the biggest wild card in the entire league, though. Imagine if he does hire Saturday as the head coach. I like what I saw. <laughs> oh, I like man. That, yeah. Right. By, by the way, the, the one concern here might be the pressure rate for Herbert. It, it, he's running for his life almost every single time he drops back to pass. Tells you how good the guy is. He makes so many plays with his arm. And if that continues, it's gonna be, it could be you know, a problem in this game. It's been a problem a lot, but they just, they're 3-2 and two in their last five games, and they're scoring a bunch of points. So, Boy, the people saying, I told you so, after they beat the Raiders, they've shut up quick with the Saturday experiment. Oh, no, no kidding. They, they no kidding. from them. Yeah, NFL better, handicapper, friend of the show, Adam Chernoff on the program next. We'll find out which bets he likes as of this morning. Coming up here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Two more bowl games today. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered. Great bowl season. Log in every single game. Every single game day, receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wage of at least $25. They have the latest odds, lines, and boost to create the perfect college game day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the app to get in on the action at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Adam Chernoff, time. Great job last week. The Simple Handicap Podcast and follow him on Twitter. As well, I know it was uh, vomit-inducing to sit through that last night, but as the one saving grace, the fact that even though the Jets are going to miss the playoffs, that they can move on now from Zach Wilson. Well, you sure hope so, Polly. I don't know what's going to come in the offseason. There's lingering discussions that they're going to just have him working on his mechanics all offseason because they're so... I think embarrassed from what they did a year ago drafting him that now they're kind of trying to save face and see if they can make something of it. I, look, the, he, he's a child playing quarterback in the NFL. It's embarrassing at this point. How he handles himself yeah. on the field, what he does after the games and press conferences, the team doesn't want to play for him. He's been benched multiple times. And if you wonder what the Jets organization thinks about Zach Wilson last night, for the first time in 12 years, they have a chance to go to the playoffs. Right. Everything is on the line at home in the fourth quarter against a defense that in the last two months ranks 31st in the NFL against opposing offenses. Who do they go to? The guy that they drafted last year? No. We're going to go to Chris Streveler, the ex-CFLer, who can't throw a pass, but we think we have a better chance with him running quarterback draws and QB sweeps than we do with Zach Wilson, the guy we drafted, throwing it downfield. That tells you everything that you need to know. And if you need numbers to support it, and I'm a little heated here being a Jets fan, but if you need numbers, since week one last year, there have been 40 quarterbacks who have taken at least 256 snaps in the NFL. Zach Wilson ranks 40th of all 40 quarterbacks. I don't need to tell you, because everyone listening can count, 
There are 32 starting quarterback positions in the league. If you're a starter and you rank 40th overall since you were drafted and came into the league as a starter, that's not good. He is a backup (laughs) at best right now. I don't know how they develop him. The Jets are wasting a very good roster that they have on both sides. Arguably the best we've seen in about 15 years because they don't have a competent quarterback, and it's an absolute shame. It's the ultimate what-could-have-been season. Not only are they a playoff yep. team if they go with White much earlier in the year, or even they'd be a tough out. They went to Buffalo; they almost won that game. They already, you know, they beat Buffalo earlier. They had Minnesota beat. I mean, this team would have been a tough out come January. They sure would have. This defense is playing as good as it could possibly play. And then on the offensive side, despite the offensive line injuries and despite the injury to Brees Hall, who was again, we're talking about Garrett Wilson, offensive player of the year. Brees Hall was trending. At, at the same trajectory that Wilson was, you had a phenomenal running back, a great young wide receiver, a solid defense, and an offensive line before the injuries that was playing to an average level in the NFL as well. You just needed a competent quarterback in that spot. Zach Wilson's not it, and they just couldn't find it. Mike White might be the guy. We'll see. At least yep. the team wants to play for him. At least the team's excited about being on the field when he is under center and they support him. You don't see that with Wilson. I don't know. It's it's a disappointment, but when you're a Jets fan, uh, we're kind of used to this now. 12 and, years, no playoffs. Yeah. Longest drought in the NFL by six years. Yeah. Last thing on this, and yet they've taken money the last two weeks with him at quarterback, and they were plus one before last night next week against Seattle. I, I can't. Do they take money again next week? If, if Wilson's going to be the starting quarterback, I'd be stunned. I I can't see it if Wilson is, but this speaks to the roster. If yeah, you right, look at right. some of the, the major rating systems within the NFL that are, are public-facing, uh, they still have the Jets as an above-average team. And so that's why we're seeing them take some money. But with this QB situation, if it's Wilson, I, I can't see it for a third week in a row. It's just so bad. You only have two picks. How difficult is this week for you? With The props aren't up at a lot of places and the weather. Yeah, difficult here for the show because, like you mentioned, props are just delayed everywhere. I think the weather's contributing to it, and the schedule changes obviously having an impact too. So we can't really get into any props here on the show, as it wouldn't really be fair for anyone listening. In terms of the other like games, full game sides and totals, it, so much weather in so many of these games, but a lot of them have QB changes too. And so, yeah. really, for the most part, with anyone I've spoken to. It's basically a week of news or injury-driven handicaps for the most part around the weather and, and the QB injuries. And so it's um, a tough week all the way around. Not a lot of volume, but there is some stuff on the board I think is worth looking at. Let's go to the Fugazi Bowl. Giants and Vikings. 19-8-1 <laughs> one combined records, but Minnesota's 25th in yards per play margin. The Giants are 28th, and it's 22 against 25 in DVOA. I mean, it's crazy. I'm laughing at the title of the game because yeah. it's accurate. Because yeah. I don't it, honestly, if both of these teams were a couple games below 500, we wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at this. Uh, 48's the total. Let's bet the over in this game. Uh, I think there's a couple things that work out well. Um, first and foremost, the Giants' defense since Week 10. We'll go back uh, to the middle portion of the season, trending 30th in the NFL. So they've had some key injuries, but it's a defense that's going the wrong direction in a hurry. The Vikings, despite everything that you just mentioned, they kind of forced themselves now into being quite an over team overall. We saw last week what happens if their offense is trailing. Uh, They get very good when they're chasing, coming from behind, very efficient. But I think this is a spot where they can get ahead of the Giants because of the step down in quality of defensive opponent that the Vikings are facing. So no issues here on my side for Minnesota as one half of the over for this game. On the other side, the Giants with Dayball and Kafka are one of a handful of teams in the league that you can really trust to do the right thing from an offensive game planning perspective. And the answer for the Giants in this game against the Vikings, a defense that for the season is bottom seven overall in efficiency, is throwing the football and being very aggressive on early downs. And what that does is take advantage of a Vikings defense that struggles against both the run and the pass, but really struggles with play action, really struggles with pre-snap motion, two things that the Giants with this coaching staff do well. But when you have this like aggressive game plan from the Giants, which I think that we'll see, 
It also does well for the over, keeps the clock stopped. Similar to what we saw them do in the first half against the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving, very aggressive early, opens up opportunities downfield. And so this is one of the games this week, obviously not impacted by weather. I think this is a really good matchup between both teams to see some points on the field. So we will go over 48 in Giants-Vikings. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Vies in the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest, Simple Handicap Podcast. Follow him on Twitter. Let's go to the middle game on Christmas, Denver and the Rams. What are your thoughts? Uh, ugly one, and quite frankly, you're probably better off spending time with your friends and family than you are watching this game because it's <laughs> yeah. it's going to be gross. Uh, but <laughs> it's going to be the Broncos. <laughs> the Broncos at two and a half minus twenty uh, on the road here. Uh, that's a bet worth making, in my opinion. I'm looking at this game. The Rams offensively, there's nothing there, and I know there's some excitement about the Baker Mayfield resurgence and what he did against the Raiders. But in the first three quarters of that game. This offense was atrocious, and he had two, obviously, great drives late. But we saw what this offense really looks like again when they went on the road to play in Green Bay and struggled for the entirety of the game. The Broncos' defense is going to be a big step up in class after playing the Raiders and the Packers, two very weak defenses all the way around. And when I'm looking at this matchup against the Broncos, that defense is going to be able to perform relatively well. And offensively, Russell Wilson comes back. It's not a super exciting note, but you have a Broncos offense that the last six weeks is trending right around just below average in the league, which is considerably better than the Rams. So another indoor game where you don't have to worry about weather. I think the Broncos on both sides of the football um, better here. And when you're getting two and a half at minus 20, uh, I think the Rams may be getting a little bit too much credit for what Mayfield did. This number should be right around three and a half. Uh, quickly, I'm putting you on the spot. You can't use the Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, Niners, or Dallas. Can't use them. You've already, who, okay. do you, who would you use in Survivor tomorrow? Um, can the can the Ravens be an option? No. Uh, do no, you inspired no. five teams me? Ravens an option or no? No. No, no Ravens. Ravens You've not an them. option. I would go... Titans? No, I, I don't know if you can trust Malik Willis okay. in that spot. Um, probably would have to... I mean, the Broncos, not bad. At two, two and a half, I would play that. Um, Broncos or Dolphins? Dolphins. Two Christmas okay. games. Okay, okay. very good. Uh, you're in Calgary. We have like 30 seconds here. <laughs> How bad are we talking, pal? <laughs> so... At minus 40, Celsius and Fahrenheit cross over. So I'm going to say the temperature is minus 40. It doesn't matter if you're listening and you're Fahrenheit or Celsius. It is minus 40, and it's as bad as it gets. But, hey, you want a a white and Merry Christmas? Well, this is everything that anyone could imagine with the temperatures and conditions. There you go. What what a beautiful time then to be up there then. Throw another log on the fire for us, pal. Sure. Merry Christmas. We'll do very much. Good luck this week. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, sir. Merry Christmas. Yeah, at minus 40, it doesn't matter what you're using as the gauge. Up next, tease (laughs) up, tease down, or pass, and which team screws up the money line parlay? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better. I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals. But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. 
Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic. I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. VEASAN, the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Only $79. Get access to everything we do through the big dance. Sign up today. You also get $20 to buy hats, shirts, mugs, and other gear at our online store. Love to follow the money shirts. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to every play by every host and every guest. Betting splits, betting reports as well. Through the end of the madness. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get up there. Paulie, if you uh, would like a, a white Christmas again, you should move back to Minnesota where it's nice and warm right now or maybe up to certain parts of Canada where Adam Chernoff said it's minus 40 right now. Real, that's real temperature. That's not wind chill. But it's beautiful, right? Lots of snow on the ground. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. wait to get out of there. Great, great time to open up the gifts. You know, I think I've been back since I moved out here 20-some years ago. I think I've only been back twice, and it was for funerals. And that's the way it should be. You never went back to visit your mom? Well, I mean, that's, no, she'd come out here. That's oh. the way it should be. How, many, how often would she visit? Every year. She'd come out every year. There's nothing good about it, unless the summertime. Summertime can be great. No, not in Minnesota. It's humid. Mosquitoes everywhere, too. Well, if you go, yeah, like if you if you hang around the lakes in the Midwest, it's, well, it's it sounds great on paper. Well, you can't get away from the lakes. By nine, I know. By nine, anywhere in the Midwest, nine o'clock at night, you're like you're bleeding all over you your are. body. You're like, this is fun. Yep. Okay. Uh, tease up, tease down, or pass this week in the NFL. I think we have a lot of really good options to tease. We'll begin here. Are you comfortable teasing the Bills down? We're talking two team six point teasers, the standard Wong teasers. Uh, the bill and with a total here of forty, bills down below seven, below three at two, two and a half, depending yeah. on the book. Yeah, the bills will win. Yes. The other thing, I mean, Chicago can't throw it to begin with, so just sell out and stop the run. I'm a big fan of bills on teasers this week for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and, the, and here's the beauty of this week because of the weather. You have so many situations where these totals are in the 30s or low 40s, and that makes it even better. Then, yeah. 67 points in the final minute of halves. Buffalo leads the league. You know uh, who's second? This is going to surprise you. You know who's second? Tampa. I was uh, shocked that, that by doesn't that. surprise me no? because okay. that's, all, that's what they do. The Bears, the Bears would be the first team to have one of the two worst records in the league, yet lead the league in rushing yards. The last time it happened, it was Super Bowl era, but the, the 1932 Staten Island Stapletons. That's from Yahoo Sports. I would have guessed yeah, that. <laughs> the Stapletons. Hey, see? Right, I'm very popular night team. job, huh? Manhattan night, huh? Staten Island. I mean, the Staten, that sounds made up. The Staten Island ah, Stapleton. she's really the cat's meow here. <laughs> oh, my God. That's 1932? Stapletons? Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. I think I took the points then. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, that's yeah. good. Your grandpa, definitely. Clem? Yeah, Uncle Clem. Clem have them? Oh, sure. Okay, so that you were, we like the Bills. Uh, Saints up to eight and a half at the Browns or pass? No. And maybe that ship has sailed because the Browns look to be up to three now. Yeah, I know what you're saying with the total, but uh, I just... You know, remember the miracle comeback week one for the Saints? Oh, I recall. You know, that's their only road win? Yeah, that They were sense. so good. Boy, did they miss Peyton. They were so good on the road last year. 
They won, what, six road games? Yeah, that's right. They have one road win, and it was a miracle. And I know what happened against Tampa, but still. That's I mean, really, they, they, really they bad. They should be winless on the road. I did not realize that. Yeah. It's a terrible, it's a bad outfit. And now you don't have your two options to throw to. Yeah, what's their future so, like? Yeah, no kidding. No first-round pick? I mean, the quarterback well, how, how situation? bad is, is there something? I mean, they won't even put Winston in there. No. Must I think be it's a gonna train be, wreck off the field or uh, in practice. I could not agree with Michael Lombardi more. I, this is the second time I've said this today. Yep. He pointed out earlier in the week, this, is, this should be a heavy Taysom Hill game. I, I completely back that up. Do you want to do the Panthers plus eight and a half at home to the Lions or pass? Yeah. I'll do that. I think I'm okay the, the with that one, too. Him, yeah, the Lions going to blow him out? Uh, well, here, I like, like, and Campbell made a lot of sense with what he was saying. The letdown should have happened uh, last week because everyone was pumping their tires in the press clippings. By the way, good for him for answering that. There's so much ridiculous coach speak. Oh, absolutely. Across the league, it's nonsense and garbage, and yeah. you never give anybody anything. That guy's a breath of fresh air. He is. And so, I'll tell you, not just last night, but the last couple of weeks, Sal is just too much. I can't take it. Oh, my God. The, the cliches. The cliche. oh, boy. And, uh, Put your head down and come back to work and all this. And you were talking a big game, buddy, keeping receipts and everyone caught the, where are you now? Right. And whether it's a, your boss is telling you what to do, you can't put that guy out there anymore. Yeah. I mean, the Wilson stuff, this is Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell territory, and you're still trotting them out there. How do you look your teammates in the face? How do you look your guys in the, in the, in the eye and say, yep. well, he gives us the best chance. He doesn't come on. Yep. I'll give you another one. I know it's in his first year. If you go back and we play the audio like every single week until I was out of control. We couldn't do it anymore. Nathaniel Hackett postgame said the same exact thing every single week. Well, we got to go out there and correct the mistakes and get better. That's on us, the players, you know, whatever. It was the same sound bite for the first two months. You're like, oh my God, he's a robot. He's awful on the field during games and he's, he might be worse in press conferences. Yep. It was really a spectacular one-two parley that he paid off every week. He did, right. I don't want any part of the Raider game. That's a tough read on Christmas Eve. You don't want him plus eight and, and a half? I, I, nope. It's a tough read. I don't want any part of the Rams. No, I, that's a pass nope. for me. And I like I, the Raiders, though. I like to tease Tampa down. Yeah, me too. Tampa's going to win that game. And that, that's the one side of a teaser leg this week that if I lose, I won't even think about it twice. I won't be mad knowing that the Buccaneers are so bad. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's it, comical if they lose that oh, game. Of course. I will laugh, actually. There's no. I won't be upset. It's just like it's a bet that I have to have in the account. It's got to be Buccaneers down in teasers. And I... I before numbers were moving this week, I did put, again, I think I did the three-team money line parlay I played this week. Ravens, this was before the Huntley news. I'm still fine with that. I think they beat Atlanta. Niners at home. I think the, the Commanders do nothing on offense, and the Buccaneers, the third leg of the money line parlay. I'm comfortable with that. Who else screws it up? Bills are $4 at the Bears. If, could Justin Fields pull off a Christmas weekend miracle? You like him 10-1 to 1 to lead the league in rushing this week. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a big ask. The Chiefs are... How about that? Yeah. The Chiefs are 475 against the Seahawks. Is that too strong? It's too many points. And Mahomes just, again, can just make you look... The other thing, too, they are minus six in the... This speaks to how good Mahomes is. They're minus six in the turnover margin this year. Yeah. And they still have this record fighting for the one seed. So it tells you how good he's been. He's also... Don't look now. He's running away with most passing yards. Not even close. You know, yep. Um, I would lean uh, Dallas to screw that up. That's exactly the one that I had circled because they know that they're going to go to probably Tampa, and that's they're going to five seed, and that's it. And I wouldn't be surprised if Minshew plays well. Yep. Okay. So, this is this is a wild week. Survivor Crazy. weather. Waking Crazy. up tomorrow. There's football. Let's do a, a long a long pro tip here. This I is wanna, good. I want to see what you think because there's three of them. I got three levels of this with the pro tip. If you're in contest, number one, don't partner up. Or you have to have rules in place, like play the hot hand or who has final say. This goes for Survivor, and this goes for Circa Millions or whatever with the picking games against the spread. I think it's a bad idea to partner up. And just imagine... In, what, in every one of them. Yes. Just imagine, And I'll give you another reason. Last year, we knew a guy who was in a group. He was There were five guys on the team. And they, they, they cashed in Circa Millions. Oh, this is a great story. But the guy was, so each guy gets a pick, right? right. Guy was 17-1 and one on the season. 17-1. and one. Someone has to say, I give up my pick. You are the hot hand. Take my pick. I'm under 500. And this was the exact same scenario. I mean, you have to do stuff like this. You also have to agree. Someone has to be able to sign off and say, you're not going to be able to agree on everything. Like, especially this late in Survivor. Like if, imagine if you're a partner, it's just too difficult. Yeah. So, and, and I, I love what you're doing here with with this uh, 
Westgate that you're still it's by you by yourself. I'm I mean, it's own. so hard to be in agreement on five games I, or Survivor, but it, it's you can't partner up. To, uh, there's too many examples uh, in, of, of, of doing this, whether it's circa millions or circa Survivor. Okay, so I will say the same guy who was 17 and one last year. This year, last check, he was 11 and three with his one pick. He's also right. in, he has an entry on his own, and he said, "I'm not doing well." So he said, "Give me all, if you give me one, you need one pick. I'll give you one pick. I can give you a winner. Five, a little bit difficult. I'm top 20 right now on my own in the super contest. So right now I'd be in the in the money. Top 30 pays there. I'm four and a half points out. The problem is this week. I I'm finding this week to be extremely difficult, and it would not be like if I could bounce it, some ideas off people or somebody that I was in it with. It would." But who knows? Maybe, maybe it would well, be bad advice and okay. we'd be one in four this week. I don't so, know. Uh, David Baker took it down last year and he was great with his partner, Gregorich. Right. But how many guys, they would talk. They're also professional poker players. Right. right. Don't have a typical job. They were talking all the, all time. the time. Constantly. How many people can do that with a nine to five? No, that's exactly right. If, I mean, if you can sit there and really grind it out every day and have multiple discussions, you, I mean, that's, it's a, you're talking to your partner or partners seven days a week if you're going to make a run for it. You can't, hey, we'll get together on Tuesday for five minutes. No, no, no. That's not enough time. It also could hurt a friendship. I don't, I don't disagree there. You're in the money late? Yeah. I told the guy I love the Chargers. He wouldn't sign off on yeah. it. They won by three touchdowns. I mean, yeah, no, no, he cost me 30 good grand. Good that could happen too. We do them every hour. Available for subscribers only at vsun.com. 20 a day. And you can sort by sport and by show. Up next, sports bets we currently have under the Christmas tree that we hope to cash in the new year. And executives across the NFL released who they think will win awards. I think some of the stuff will shock you. Coming up here on Follow the Money. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hi i'm john o'brien host of money and wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.